welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. What's up, you guys? I hope you're all having a wonderful day, a wonderful evening whenever you're listening to this. I hope you have been learning a lot today, experiencing a lot, practicing a lot of mindfulness. Y'all know the drill. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. I am I'm recording this earlier in the week than I usually do, so I just feel very... I don't know, on top of it, I guess. Um, We're going to talk about self-awareness today because I feel like not enough people are self-aware and we will dive right into all of that, of course. But before we get into it, I'm going to share what I learned because it's an interesting story today. So let's just back it up a little bit. First things first, if you're new here, hi, the title of this podcast is a cliche saying, but cliches are cliches for a reason because there's some truth to that, all right? I fully believe that you learn something new every day, and if you don't think you do, you're probably not being very mindful, you're probably not being very present, you know, you might just be going through the motions, and the thing about learning something new every day, if you go into your day telling yourself that it's awful, telling yourself you're not going to learn anything, telling yourself that it's pointless, you're not going to learn anything, okay? And the universe is going to try to teach you these lessons, but you won't be open to it. You won't have your eyes open, you know, your head won't be up to be able to pay attention to what lessons are being taught, you know? So if this is what you, if if you need a sign to tell you that, you know, you need to be more present and mindful, this is your damn sign, all right? Me telling you, open your eyes, pick your head up, stop going through the motions, and you'll thank me later. So I like to share one thing that I learned at the beginning of each episode. Now today's, (laughs) today's lesson, uh, okay, let me just, let's, okay, let's just, (laughs) let's just go over it. Okay, so uh, anyway, (sighs) I have this one pair of leggings that I love because they're just so fun. Like, I just love them. They're really cute. There's a fun pattern on it. Whatever. And it's from this brand that I really like, and I wear them a lot. Now, if you don't know me, hi, I'm a fitness instructor. I wear workout clothes every single day. I have more leggings than I need. I have more sports bras and workout tops than I need, but that's also just what I live in. So, you know. Anyway, because I wear workout clothes a lot, I, I, out of all people, I take care of my clothes, all right? I don't hang, I don't put anything in the dryer that is not supposed to go in the dryer. So like most of the laundry I wash, I have to hang it up after I wash it. And I've just always taken really good care of my like athletic wear. And so I'm just giving you that little backstory to be like, hey, I take care of my pants. I haven't had these leggings for even a year yet. All right. So just keep that in mind. Now, also keep in mind that I have a lot of leggings. Yes, I wear them a lot because I work out a lot. I teach a lot. So I wear, I go through a lot of workout clothes. But I still, like, I have the ones that I wear a lot. And I have the ones I don't wear a lot. And I feel like I wear these a decent amount. But I love them so much, I don't want to, like, overdo it. 
so I really don't think I wear them like a ton like I've never done anything crazy in them anyway the point of all of this so I <laughs> so I also coach swim team uh twice a week I grew up a swimmer so you know that's just part of who I am the pool deck you know um and so <laughs> the other day I uh I guess technically I learned this the other day but I just had to share it so the other day I Thursday nights actually this is my schedule so I teach or I coach swim team until 6 15 and then I go in the locker room I change my swim shirt I change my name tag and I go upstairs in the gym because the, I coach at the gym I work at and I teach a fitness class upstairs at 6:45. All right. So when I go in the locker room, swim is over and I go to the bathroom, you know, I pull my pants down and I see there's a huge hole in my crotch. Now, this would have been a lot better if it was like me noticing before my class, like that would have been fine. But I had just coached swim team for two hours. Now, when you're coaching swim team, it helps if you crouch down to talk to the kids because they're in the water. Now, use your imagination. My ass was crouching down for two hours two different groups of people no one said anything but I knew that all the kids were looking at me a little bit weird that day I was like I don't know what the fuck you guys are staring at but like eyes up here okay I was like why does everyone keep looking at me and like I was wearing underwear like it wasn't like I was flashing everybody but like it still wasn't like you could tell there was a wardrobe malfunction okay now I was kind of pissed off because I'm like man those kids really didn't say anything but then I'm like damn it I have to go upstairs. I have to go teach a class. I have to go, like, demonstrate deadlifts and squats and stuff. I, I like, there's a hole. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. So, I, like, you know, I'm, like, kind of, I, I make, I extend the straps on my backpack so that it hangs a little bit lower. And I, like, you know, hold my hands behind, like, my, my butt so I can, like, kind of cover it without looking so um, suspicious, you know? And I, I'm, like, looking around. And it's evening time. Like, none of the managers are there. Luckily, one of them were there. Like, the concierge manager. I haven't officially met her yet. So, bless her heart. I, like, walk up to her. I'm like, hi. Um, so, I'm, I'm Chloe. Uh, I don't think we met before. Anyway, I have a slight problem. <laughs> I need your help. So, I explained everything. And I was like, so basically, there's a big hole in my pants, and I have to go upstairs in, like, 15 minutes and, like, show people stuff. And I can't do that. And I don't have any other pants on me. So, luckily, you know, there was a Lifetime hoodie in, like, a back closet or, you know, a, a random office. And I knew that there would be, like, some type of hoodie somewhere. And I was like, can I just, like, borrow something to, like, tie around my waist for the class? And she was like, you can just keep it. So... Anyway, long story short, I got a hoodie to tie around my waist and it all worked out and no one, you know, suspected anything. And yeah, it went great. Um, so why I explained all of that to you, um, one, I was definitely humbled a little bit, <laughs> like a lot. Um, two, I now know that I need to carry 
like a full ass outfit on me at all like I need to keep an outfit a workout outfit in my car at all times because I carry socks on me and I carry like underwear but that's really it and I should really be carrying an extra sports bra extra pants and an extra shirt because you just never know and I don't know like I was embarrassed I was kind of mad because I was like why are these ripping and it's not like it was a tiny hole like it was a huge it was it was (laughs) it was pretty noticeable so uh anyway that was yeah um I (laughs) I really hope all those I you know (laughs) I so I have to face these kids again tomorrow and I haven't seen them since Thursday and it's Monday now so I see them tomorrow and you know I'm just gonna act like nothing happened because nothing did you know all right anyway I've been talking about my pants for too long so that's what I learned today (laughs) or that's what I learned the other day um hope you guys enjoyed that embarrassing moment for me um yeah anyway shout out to the concierge manager at Lifetime I'd say her name but I don't want to I don't want to do that okay so use your imagination all right let's talk about (laughs) self-awareness now it's kind of ironic because I was obviously not that self-aware because I had literally had a hole in my pants um but anyway I guess that's a good segue though because let's just first things first even though this is just one of many examples not having self-awareness is kind of embarrassing and it can really kind of screw you over sometimes and the best part is you don't even realize it like I could have had all those kids laughing at me and judging me behind my back and I would have had no idea like it was like I was so oblivious to it you know it's like ignorance ignorance is bliss but like also that's only to an extent like I that's really if someone who lacks self-awareness all I think about is someone that's just like oblivious and I feel like it's just I don't know like I mean I'm sure we've all had those moments where we're the one that's self-aware and we see the person that isn't self-aware and we we almost like feel bad for them. It's like when you're in a friend group and there's that one girl that no one or guy, whoever, that no one really is friends with, but they just kind of like insert themselves and, you know, they invite themselves to things because they don't want to feel left out. And it's like they're not self-aware enough to realize that they weren't invited or like they don't really want they're not wanted there you know what I mean so it it just is such an uncomfortable situation to not be self-aware and I feel like I am someone and I know this I'm not like okay I consider myself to be pretty self-aware in a in some situations I can feel it though when I'm not self-aware and it almost makes me like not shut down but like I definitely tone down everything like I think about it a little like I I proceed with caution because if I don't feel comfortable in my environment if I don't feel like I have the skills and knowledge to be self-aware in the given circumstances I kind of I like to observe and I feel like that's where the part of me that is very observant comes in is because I don't like to not be self-aware and I like to be able to so so to do that, I, I, I become aware of everybody and everything else. Um, and that, again, can, you know, lead, it can backfire. But um, anyway, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. So 
I want to talk just besides the self-awareness, I want to tie it into the concept of healing because we do talk about that a lot on this podcast. Um, you know, one question just to kind of kickstart this healing self-awareness journey is why are we the way we are? You know, have you ever thought about that? There are some people that, like myself, that that's all they think about. You know, all I th- I think about things so deeply. I'm always analyzing, you know, situations and I'm always analyzing my own behavior and other people's behavior and you know whether that be a situation I'm in or a situation I'm kind of like external from and I'm kind of looking in you know from the outside like I I feel like I observe a lot and the key to awareness is to observe is to learn is to pay attention so start asking yourself those types of deeper questions you know that you have to think about where there's not just one specific answer you know like why are we the way we are it's like you know why am i such an overthinker it's like oh because you have anxiety and you I don't know, you you just worry a lot. Or maybe I'm the way I am. Maybe you have someone who isn't self-aware and they don't ask themselves these deep questions and it's because they're that way because their parents didn't teach them to think that way. Their parents are probably the least self-aware people as well. You know what I mean? And so it kind of gets passed down. So ask yourself, you know, why are why are we the way we are? We've all been molded by our parents and, you know, they were molded by theirs and their grandparents were molded by their parents and and so on. We're just getting molded, you know, and passed down and molded and, you know, things just keep getting passed down because that's all we know. And that's not, that's not always, you know good there are things that can be beneficial like 200 years ago like different traits but then nowadays they can be seen as more negative than good and that's just society times change you know like people people's opinions and morals and values change and so you know their behaviors change and you know people heal and they learn how to better parents and they learn how to better cope and they learn how to behave in a way that they would be proud of their kids seeing um and I just feel like uh, not enough people ask themselves why they are the way they are you know if you are going to church every Sunday and you go to college and you work really hard and you get A's on all your tests that's awesome but I hope you're doing all of that because you want to do it not because your parents want you to do it way too many people that I know of and that I know personally are in school right now because their parents want them to be in school and they are afraid of letting down their parents I know so many people who won't change their major even though they're so unhappy because their parents would be disappointed right? Because what's their parents do? It's what their grandparents do. It's what their uncle did. It's what their sister does or whatever. But that doesn't matter. You can do whatever the fuck you want. 
if you grew up and you were baptized and you know you got your your first communion and then you got confirmed and you've just been going to church every single week because that's what you're supposed to do that's what everyone in your neighborhood does that's fine but have you ever asked yourself if that's what you actually want to do and if it is that's awesome that's great keep going but if you're you're not happy there and you're just kind of going because you feel like you're supposed to maybe take a step back and I don't know take a week take a week off okay I mean we're like what what would happen you realize that you actually do like it and you go back the next week or maybe you realize hey I don't actually really benefit from this I don't actually believe in some of the teachings I don't actually agree with this you can make your own anything you can make your own rules you can set your own circumstances all right but all of this starts with being self-aware it breaks my heart when I see people that you know whether they're a parent a friend a sibling a different family member I don't know breaks my heart when I see people just hurting other people and not even intentionally they're just not self-aware and then it causes this unnecessary and unexplainable tension and stress that's felt between the two parties and you might not know why you know if you're sitting there and your friend is kind of ignoring you or they kind of lash out on you every time you bring up I don't know their family or something or their past you know issues with their family and you're not self-aware enough to realize that it's a tricky topic or that they don't want to talk about it and you can't read their body language and you can't read their face enough to be able to tell that you're triggering them that's on that's on you all right now of course it takes two to tango and if someone is extremely not self-aware and you understand that they're not self-aware and they're hurting you you need to be able to step up and stand up for yourself and explain to them you can't be like hey you're you're not self-aware you can't say that but you can kind of you know it obviously it depends on the person and how close you are and the circumstance and you know if it's the mood that they're in but you should be able to tell someone especially if they're a friend or family member like hey, what you're doing is hurting me. Or hey, what you're doing is making me uncomfortable. Or hey, what you said the other day, I don't support that. And I don't know why you would say that to me. You know, like just kind of let people know that what they're doing is making you uncomfortable. Sometimes, because on the flip side of things, right? Sometimes if you're the person who is self-aware and you realize that someone else is not self-aware, you need to remember that they're not self-aware. They don't think the way that you do. And I'm still learning this. I am still working on this. I still have to remind myself every freaking day that sometimes people are not self-aware because they just, they don't care to be. They, they don't care to be. They think they are awesome as it is, even though they're hurting people. They're not aware of it. You know, it's like ignorance they're just ignorant they're oblivious 
you know, some people refuse to learn. Some people refuse to become aware of their own issues and refuse to heal those issues. And that's not on you, you know, that's on them. Like there comes a point where you have to step back and, you know, if someone's not going to work on themselves and they clearly have to get through some stuff, you know, that's that's not something that you need to worry about. Um, you know, you need to be able to protect your own energy, you know, look out for yourself. So tying into that, I feel like we're often we we often think that we're we're healed without doing the hard work. You know, like we we think about, we acknowledge what happened to us. And then we're like, oh yeah, okay, so I thought about it, I analyzed it, so I'm, I'm healed, I'm fine. And we suppress it, and we distract it. Or we don't distract it, but you know what I mean, we distract ourselves from it. And that's not healing, you know, like you have to get through that tough, uncomfortable healing moment, you know, like, and it's not just an overnight thing, like it's a long process, it's a journey. Um, healing is one of those things where you might be able to think about it and be fine, but then the next day you start, like, crying and having a breakdown. You're like, I don't know why I'm having a break. It's like, because you were just triggered and you haven't worked through it. You haven't actually healed it. You've only analyzed it, and that's not the same as feeling it. Analyzing your emotions is not feeling your emotions. Now, I'm kind of saying that to myself because I need that reminder a lot. I'm someone who I like to be like, all right, I thought about it. You know, I analyzed it. I thought about why they did what they did. Okay, I'm good. No, that's not healing. That's you understanding, maybe, but that's not you actually feeling the emotion and then letting it go. Emotions can't just be analyzed. They have to be felt. Otherwise, they're going to be just held in. They're going to be held on to and they're going to weigh you down. So... Being self-aware is very tough, yes, but it is very necessary, right? So necessary for you, for other people, it's necessary. So, how do I become self-aware, you're asking? Great question. I've got a few questions that I want you to ask yourself, and you got to be honest, okay? It's just you, all right? You don't have to tell anybody this, so be honest with yourself. Okay, first question. Do I love myself? Do I love myself unconditionally? And do I believe that I am lovable? Alright, that's the first thing. And hey, it's okay if all of your answers are, you know, I don't. I don't believe that. That's okay. Because that's the first step. Now that you know that you don't feel like you unconditionally love yourself or that you're deserving of it you can you you that's the first step you know you can now take the next step in healing that you can start to look back and be like okay why do i why do i not feel like i deserve unconditional love and you trace it back another question you can ask do I approach relations whoa whoa words let's do that again do I approach relationships with a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset am I everything I need 
All right. So think about that. You know, when you approach relationships, and that could be a relationship or a friendship. If you go into it with a scarcity mindset, you're going into it telling yourself that you need them. You instead need to go into it knowing that you don't need them, that you are everything you need. And all they're doing is just bringing more to the table. They're kind of, they're bringing everything they need and you're bringing everything you need and you guys are creating something awesome. But if you don't feel that way, it's not going to work out in the long run because you're going to feel like you need them and you can't, you can't put that on yourself. You can't put that on the other person too. Because if, think about it from, you know, their point of view. If you feel like someone is relying on you so heavily and it just overwhelms you, it's going to just make you resent them. It's going to drive you away. It's going to make you want to push them away, you know? Another question, do I feel deserving of positive experiences, love, abundance, kindness, compassion, etc.? Ask yourself if you feel deserving of all of this. Do I have clear boundaries? Am I afraid to say no? This is one that I know for a fact I don't I do not have clear boundaries. I know for a fact I am afraid to say no. And you know, I work on it. And I'm still working on it and it's getting better, but I also am answering that truthfully and I know that I'm still not great at it, but I am working on it. Another question you could ask is, do I make it a priority to communicate as effectively and efficiently as I can? I want to say that one again. Do I make it a priority to communicate as effectively and efficiently as I can? I feel like a lot of people set themselves up for failure with you know, communication. They almost, I I feel like a a mind game a lot of us play is, you know, we might be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them something that I know is going to upset them and then I'm gonna switch it around on me and get mad when they're upset because they don't have the right to be upset because I should be upset. You know, I don't even know if I'm making sense, but I feel like a lot of us just don't uh, communicate to the best of our abilities with the intention that they misunderstand us. And then we kind of play that victim card like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, that's not what I meant at all. But it's like, okay, then why didn't you say it differently? Why didn't you communicate it better? So ask yourself that. Are you self-sabotaging with that? Another question, do I project my hurt and insecurities onto others? That's a big one. I know a lot of people, I mean, I feel like everybody does that from time to time. If you find yourself judging someone, it's probably because you're judging what you're insecure about. You're judging their pain because you have the same pain. Another question, do I need to let go of any toxic relationships? That's a big one. Now, the thing about these questions, you know deep down inside. When I just asked all of these, you knew the answer right away. You answered it in your head. You felt it in your bones. Now, you might not want to look it in the eye. You might not acknowledge it right away. But deep down inside, you're going to be thinking about it. Deep down inside... 
Next time you talk to that toxic person, you're going to be like, man, Chloe asked if I need to let go of any toxic relationships. And I know it's this person. I know it's this toxic relationship, but I just can't let it go. I just can't. But why? You deserve it. And if you don't, think about why you don't feel that way. Why do you feel like you don't deserve a happy, healthy relationship? Final question that I have. Do I realize most of my problems are no one else's responsibility but my own? When we have an issue, the first thing we do is go to blame others. If we're late, it's the guy that's in front of us, right? In traffic, at the light. If we hit the red light, it's the guy in front of us, right? Ah, uh, he didn't go fast enough. Like, no. Or, oh, like, there was so much, there wasn't a parking spot close to the building. Or you just didn't leave in time. Or you just need to manage your time a little bit better. And that's okay, now you know. But if you are constantly blaming other people, you aren't going to be able to learn the lesson that you need to to avoid that conflict again. When my pants ripped at swim team, I could have gone on and on about the brand, you know, been like, oh, I can't believe this brand sucks, like, I can't believe, like, I'm so mad at them, like, they embarrassed me, like, they made me look like a fool, you know, now I have to teach this class in these ripped pants, and it's all their fault, it's like, no, you know, maybe I should have, I don't know, maybe I should have checked my pants before swim better, maybe I should have packed an extra pair of pants, so it wouldn't have been so frustrating and concerning. If you're, I don't know, in a bad mood, and you go to work, and you just blame it on all the shit you had to do for your mom, or, you know, how annoying your dogs were, like barking or whatever, you can't blame that on external circumstances because you can't control external circumstances. We all know that it's not about, like, we, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we react to what happens to us, right? We can't change the outside world, but we can change our inside world, and that will ultimately lead to a change in the outside world. Because if we make a change within, that energy is going to transfer into everything we do in life. All the interactions we have, all the people we encounter. So again, the key to all of this is to be honest. And I know it's hard. But just try it by yourself. Be honest with yourself because you deserve it. All right, you don't have to go and broadcast it to everybody that you project your insecurities onto people, but at least acknowledge it to yourself. Because deep down inside, you know when you're lying to yourself. You can feel it. And other people can feel it. So start being honest with yourself. Get through the discomfort. Get through the uncomfortable conversation you have to have with yourself. More than once, might I add, this is not just a one and done. And then it'll be easier to be honest with yourself because you'll be able to work on yourself and then you'll start to be happy and confident with 
what's true to you, you know? You'll be able to proudly be honest with yourself. You'll want to broadcast it, you know? Like, hey, I do feel deserving of love, or I don't project my insecurities. So, that's really all I got for you guys today. I hope you all learned something from this episode. Um, I hope you all learned something from your day. And I appreciate you all for clicking on this episode, for tuning in, for listening all the way to the end. It would really, really mean a lot to me if you follow this podcast and rate it five stars. Maybe leave a review. That would help me out a lot. Let people know that you're subscribed to You Learn Something New Every Day. Post this on your story. Send it to a friend or a family member who you think might benefit from this who, you know, maybe needs to be a little bit more self-aware. I think we all could be a little bit more self-aware, honestly. So, anyway, follow my Instagram. It's chloe.better, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in violet, E-T-T-E-R. You can message me any comments, any topic ideas, any requests for, you know, conversations you want me to have and again thank you so much for tuning in i hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day if not the sun will rise and we will try again thank you guys i will see you all next friday with another episode peace out